podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're called Whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, we'll take it seriously. We're only bugging. <laughs> Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is the Whistleblowers of a Euro... I said Eurovision. I actually did say... And normally one would stop there. But, you know, sod it. Why not? Because this is a vision of the European Football Championships that we are bringing you. Did I save myself there, gentlemen? Oh, the deathly silence. (laughs) I I would say it's nil point. Oh, well placed. (laughs) Someone just stayed on piste with my bullshit. Well played. Thank you very much. That gentleman, of course, was Mr. Gary Hayes, of course. uh, 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 Well known around these parts, uh, 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 indeed, the Playback Media family with with the Chelsea podcast, of course. Uh, But of a, a Bleacher Report as well. And you've been a busy man because... You don't give a jot about European football championships. You're preparing yourself for Rio, aren't you? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Uh, yeah, I've been very busy with the Rio stuff. Just um, been doing stuff with a mutual friend of ours today, Sam Pilger, ah. with, with Jess Ennis. Yes. So, um, yeah, been uh, balls to the wall on Olympics pages, even though the Olympics isn't on the horizon just yet. No, Got bigger exactly things right. to worry about, but, yeah. So who, who who jetted off to Moscow? To, oh, no, no one did. Um, so that's the end of that one. But someone who has been even more indifferent, no doubt, about this entire tournament is the Scots bloke in the corner, Martin Gritton. Hello. Good evening. Actually, that's unfair, isn't it, Mark? Because, of course, you're a football man first. I'm just used to this being in this position, perhaps, <laughs> rather than being a football man first. Yeah, it's uh, disappointing. I do enjoy. I do enjoy that you almost get to stand back and observe from a great distance. Although the day job does give you a vested interest, because only last night, as we sit here speaking, one of your clients was working his footwear to the extreme, but post match after yeah. the final whistle. Six weeks after a broken leg, no yeah. less. The Joe Ledley's pulling out some moves. <laughs> Did you fantastic. see Joe Ledley giving how's it, some, get, giving it some... some in front of the Welsh crowd? Mm. I've got the um, I've got match of the day recorded because after the England game, I was too busy uh, watching Jon Snow take down uh, Ramsey Bolton, so I haven't seen the Wales <laughs> game yet. <laughs> Ramsey going to Bolton now because I should probably. <laughs> yeah, oh, here we go. Make a note of that. Yeah, <laughs> but is it, it, I think let's start there because they've. So far, Wales managed to hijack both of England's days for me. And, and it's really strange because I suspect there's a lot of it is the fact that, is that the reason you get a lot of it is because you get a lot of English fans or English people or English press for whom it's, it is our people, but the foot is a little bit more off the accelerator and you can just enjoy it for the moment. Yeah, absolutely. I think you look at these situations, particularly in rivalries where there's always a, an underdog, uh, and then all of a sudden it becomes the the, the 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 main focus when you have you know say you sport Coventry and you're playing against Villa. Villa yeah. never, never Villa never bothered about Coventry. They're not their rivals until all you know something like this happens. So it's the same with Wales. You have this situation where these guys have just been put in the spotlight, and it also highlights the absurdity of some of the kind of uh, the misconceptions about international football. Because I like the way that it's played now. It's a lot more open, but yeah. it's certainly. Yeah. You know, it's just a glorified club football in some ways because I don't understand. I, I can't really get to grips with the this the, the, the tiering system of international football compared to Premier League football. It's just kind of different because that's an interesting point because we said this at the start in fact, here. You know, on on the podcast is that 
the way you look at this tournament now is there's so many footballers know each other so well in European mm. football and so many literally half of them play in the Premier League or in the football and the football league anyway so the mystery is gone yeah especially you know I know obviously there's always going to be the familiarity between England and Wales but watching that game didn't feel like a, a European Championship it was almost like a, a plucky FA Cup game wasn't it yeah you know, the, the, way, the, the style it was played and you had the underdog being uh, Wales and they were just happy to get something out of it all together and England had to you know be the big dog and go out there and actually assert themselves in a certain way but then you see the way they've, had, they've played against Russia and Slovakia has been totally different but like I say these players they play against each other so often in the Champions League uh, you know the Europa League there's no mystery there anymore, is there? You know, a case of, you know, the players say, oh, we've been given this dossier on X player. It's like, well, you played against him enough times. <laughs> exactly. you know, you, 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 why, why are you getting that? I, I, exactly. I was, I was down the Italian with him only last week. You yeah. know, so they, 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 and, and, which is why, in a weird way, the England win, I thought was almost an anomaly. Be, I mean, it, was a, it was a good win because I thought that was the point about, you know, they actually went and nicked it. But in that, in that situation, I thought that that game looked, could very easily have been a stalemate. What, England-Wales? Yeah. Yeah, it could have. I, th- I think that what happened, that goal from Bale, it, it was that cliche, wasn't it? It was a game that needed a goal. And then yes. you saw that you know Bale gets it and it, it changed it because then England... See, I, I always find England a, a better playing a goal down or with something to gain from the game. You know, if, if it's nil-nil, they don't really have the, the confidence to go out there and actually get it. Whereas I think last night with Slovakia, had Slovakia scored, I think maybe England would have gone on to win the game because it's suddenly like... Yeah when you actually need to go and do something now, we need to take a risk because they, they don't like taking risks, you know, because there's, there's so much riding on it for them that if they take a risk and it doesn't come off, they're completely, you know, destroyed in the press like Hodgson's being today. And, you know, and so against Wales that you could see they, they wanted to play a certain style of football, but they were getting on the, you know, in that final third and they weren't confident enough to actually assert themselves that bit more. And then when it came to it and it got a bit more frantic, it actually worked in England's favour. And then obviously they... They won that game 2-1. See, this is interesting. And I'll keep it talking about Wales because we'll talk about it in a moment. But this, the, the, the magnifying glass, the fishbowl version of football that we're in in this is so, reveals this so explicitly for me because you're seeing in Chris Coleman and, you know, what he, he picked up from, from Gary Speed and the way that the Welsh go about their football. You'll notice, Martin, as a player, is that sometimes you can just simply rise above it by being this family can't you? You can, and if you have the confidence in each other, so not just necessarily the team, but the, just this element of there's no fear, there's absolutely zero expectation on them, there's no pressure. It was like, you know, the Republic of Ireland in the 1990 World Cup, you know, same sort of thing where you yeah. this, you create an environment where you can't really lose, and there's almost a will to want you to, to win, which is crazy, really. You know, so it's something that's very rare in football, yeah. particularly when there's you know so much at stake as Gary said that England always have that expectation that's just they can't lose so that's the first mentality it's we can't lose this game which you can't unfortunately you yes. can't do that unless you're like you know as we see with Germany and teams like that that they can just steamroll oh, and, and, no, and listen we'll deal with that as the, as the days roll by but in, in that context I think the thing about the Welsh element of this is that it is not a Disneyland version of it though I think as it happens, they also happen to have not just Gareth Bell, but a bunch of footballers who are capable of making this work for them as well. I mean, that's the that's the, almost the difference that everyone seems to sort of like missing out on. I think what's happened as well, though, to, it might sound a bit silly given England are the superior team in in that group, but I think the fact of where Wales were in there is that it's played into their hands because 
you see the way every team is set yeah. up against England. They've all defended. They've all sat deep. They've let England have the ball. And England have had to go out and make it happen. Against Slovakia, I haven't seen the Russia game. I've only seen the goals. But from the Slovakia game, you could see that Slovakia was so much more open against Wales, even though they had Bale, and they were willing to play football against them. Yes. Why? Because they're confident they can go out and they can beat them. But then Wales pick them off and they, they do a good job and they win the game. But you know, had Hamsik scored his, his earlier effort in that game when um, uh, David Ben Davies cleared the ball off the sure. line... That could have been a totally different oh, game. Absolutely. Slovakia could have. I know it's obviously we're talking about what ifs here, but I just think that you see the difference with Slovakia against Wales. That they just yesterday they were completely intent to go out and just look. We need four points. We get the you know we sit deep. We get the result, and that's fine. Whereas against Wales, they wanted to go out and win it. And I think to England, they're facing teams that have got a different setup. They've got it's the same team, but I don't think you can look at it as black and white and say, well, Wales just turned over Russia three 0 Therefore, they're playing better than England. They're playing more confidence in England. Their tactics are better. It's like, well, no, actually, look at what they're playing against and the way Russia have played. Because I think again, I'm talking more about the Slovakia game but looking at the Russia goals that Wales scored you know Neil Taylor had the time to not only have his first shot saved I think there were seven Russians marking just, each other in just, the, exactly, like within you know, about 20 yards he had time to shoot have his shot saved and then the ball come back to him and control it yeah. and then put it in and there were no players around I, him whereas if that was England they were so deep that line was so deep it was hard to penetrate I'd agree I, I agree that in principle except my feeling about this is why would Russia change so dramatically for the Wales game from an England game which in which they still managed to nick it and again Martin just from the experience of this the, dy- the dynamics of a football match it may well be that your gut your gut sent you out and say like right 10 across the back but clearly things change during games don't they and, and that must be a lot to do with you looking in the opposition's eyes saying well, oh, you, you you ain't bold enough to go for us. Well, I think Wales have match winners, which is something that a good team, so say Scotland, for instance, we don't have necessarily have match winners, but we have right. a good, we good set of players. Whereas Wales have this ability to change a game on a dime. You know, they can they can do that. Um, Russia, a, a strange entity entirely, just because of the fact that all they're the only country in the world that have all their players domestically. You know, all this every, is true. every single Russian player plays domestic so, league so, football. So, in that, so everything mm. would have been a bit strange. Yeah. They're the only ones I, for whom it will all have been a bit strange. So, arguably, so I yeah. think, yeah, as soon as they hadn't lost against England, this is the whole point that Gary was making as well. You have this situation where the dynamics of the matches changes throughout the tournament. So you have a situation where. Um, a draw in the first game means that someone changes the way they play in the second game and the third game so you can you can luck your way through yeah. these situations yeah. I mean uh, you know there's been many tournaments where they've just been stalemate after stalemate I think England Holland and some uh, the European Championships every, or Egypt I think it was so it was a it was a World Cup where they Italian all had the same 90. points yeah that was it yeah. literally you have all the same points you're literally tossing a coin because it's no one wants to risk anything to get through and you know Wales have Wales have played their hand tre- tremendously well, and I'm I'm pleased for them. No, I am as well. And and and, and England though becomes now the the point because it's it, they they take so much more flag inevitably. You know, there's there's a free ride for Wales, and the beauty of what Chris Coleman and that team do is that they don't take advantage of that free ride. They still they're still delivering in the process, which is brilliant on their part. But I I, I was. I watched the England game and I'm I'm a little bit surprised about the reaction to it. I was, funny enough, I was in the gents earlier before this in the pub round the corner, and on the wall was Henry Winter's uh, report about it, in which he, uh, in which it was referred to. The headline was "It's Rudless without Rooney," and that um, Roy Hodgson made a terrible mistake in his selection process. And I've got to say, I watched that game, and 
anything about that game that we didn't win didn't strike me as being anything to do with the 11 that was or wasn't on that yeah. pitch. What, what I find interesting is, well, I don't want to criticise you know um, colleagues in the industry, but ahead of Euro 2016, there was a big case and a big debate as to whether Wayne Rooney should be playing at all. Well, now well, suddenly... That's funny, if I read that Henry Winter one and I was just wondering, right, did he have Wayne Rooney in his 11 before na- he even now got suddenly, out there or not? Now yeah. suddenly, Rooney doesn't play and he should be playing. It's, and, exactly, it's you know, the death Because it's, it's easy for us because we can write stuff in print and, you know, it's tomorrow's fish and chip paper or, you know, online it you know, disappears down the Google have rankings. you but... tried putting <laughs> chips... <laughs> on a computer it's the yeah. worst it, it never works <laughs> you try you delete you like microchips or chips no actual um, chips you know it's a stupid idea I, I, well, I try and bring the old and new worlds together it's never but, but that, that's the me. point though is that we're we're not really held to the same you know people forget what we're writing and what we're saying and, and you know Hodgson's being held to to account I think he has made mistakes and you know but he's tried different things but you know I just look at this England team now and I just think that you know, two years ago at Brazil, they completely bottomed out. And if anyone, I know we're talking in hindsight and, you know, it's used a lot, but if someone said to, you know, to England fans now, you know, you're at Euro 2016, where after the World Cup, we had no hope and everyone was worried about the future of English football and said, you know, look, we're going to have this young, exciting player called Deli Ali, who's had an amazing yeah. season with Spurs. This young kid who can't get in the Spurs at the moment called Harry Kane is going to come into the England team for Euro 2016, having scored and I will the best track part of 40 through. goals. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. And, you know, I think that's where Hodgson needs some credit is that that team, that, the so-called golden generation, we hung on to it too long. You know, and Lampard and Gerrard, they shouldn't have gone to Brazil. And, mm. and again, we're talking in hindsight. We could, before, we were saying, yeah, bring them, bring them. And then we're like, oh, what are they doing? You know, but I think you look at what he's done. Is in two years, he's completely changed the, the face of this England team. They're playing a better style of football and they're doing it with young players that I know we can talk about the future, but they're players that are going to be serving this country for a very long time yeah. if they maintain the form they've got and they're progressing the way we're thinking. And, you know, apart from Cahill and Rooney, it's Cahill, Rooney and Hart, was there another player in that team that started in the World Cup? No, exactly. You, know, yeah. you look at that and I think that, you know, it's frustrating that England drew 0-0, they had 30-odd shots on goal, but... It's, it's the way teams are setting up, you know, Slovakia have done to England what the Czech Republic did to Spain. See, I, 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 I agree with you about that. I'm very positive about England, but I, but I can't go with, oh, the way teams are setting up. No, no, but what's I, done I, us. I, no, I was, I was about to... that's what good teams do. Yeah, yeah sure. But the point I was going to make is that um, the Czech Republic and Slovakia may be on a par with each other, maybe Czech Republic is a slightly better team, but they're a similar style team. They did the same to to Spain and Spain had to rely on PK to get that goal at the end of the game but yep. what that says about that Spanish team is that look they are a better team than England we all know that anyway <laughs> and they, they've got that nous to get through it somehow that a player yeah. will turn up and get that goal but I just think that getting upset with England on last night is like getting upset that your Ford Fiesta doesn't handle like a Ferrari <laughs> you know what I mean it's, you know yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's like look, get, get real and that's the problem with England is that there's no middle ground it's either we're the best team in the world because we've just beaten Wales and we're going to go on and win the oh. Euros and then suddenly we draw with Slovakia and not, it's all doom and gloom and suddenly we're going to get knocked out in the quarters by France Gary's right it's famine or feast but of course then you also take into account that the rest of the you know everyone else is strategically picking and dropping and resting footballers all over this tournament and we're through and, we, and, and the arguably the game we get won't be any better or worse in its own way than it would have been if we won. And we're one goal away from it being perfect in its own way, Mark. If you were in that kind of environment, couldn't you see the logic of... If you take the 23 footballers out there, to give them all the faith of giving them a go? I, I, there's a selection process that Roy's gone through that 
is questionable in earlier matches. I mean, you were one, it's not one goal away, you were one minute away from having seven points. You know, if you'd have beaten Russia, right, no man. one would. But mm. but this is the thing. It's, well it's, spotted. Again, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Roy Hodgson. I really am. You know, a man that can be that deferential in the face of all of the abuse and, <laughs> vit- true, and yeah. vitriol that comes with it. It's just, he it's incredible. Jinx. You know, so uh, fair play to him for that. But um, the way that, yeah, the way that England are going to have to deal with again the way the other groups are lining up it could be something it could be an interesting fixture that happens next but, but it, I suppose the simple point would be if he'd have we'd be sitting here saying do you think like say he picks the 11 that was the 11 the one that's not guaranteed that we just we'd have won that game last night anyway either no. for me that's the, that's the yeah. absurd part of this conversation I think they're audit- saying oh it, it was basically you, you, you didn't have played if you'd have just put the same 11 on the team sheet because they'd just give you the result you can understand you can understand the logic in him doing it because he's got players like Wilshere that he believes in a lot who hasn't played a lot of football coming into it so he wants to give him the minutes. Yeah. But at the same time is that I'm going to con- contradict myself because I don't agree with the criticism he's getting but at the same time I think six was too many. Not not because it's th- those players are any worse than the players they replaced. I just think that they look like against Wales they're building up a little bit of momentum and then you've taken it away. That's- and I think that's, that's a key a big thing because now they don't play for another week. You know, no, so they, okay. they, they can do a lot of work on the training ground, but now they're you know the positivity. So he, wasn't, he wasn't completely wrong, but he wasn't. He also I think wasn't he went a bit too far. Right, right, I think okay. he went a bit too. Wilsh is an interesting one on this one, Mark, because of course now you look at him, a, a kid who played minutes of football during the season, and has, has now come in and he's given him a go, and he looked, he looked, he looked a lost soul out there for me. He's the one mistake. If I'm looking, if, if, if for, I don't for think one of a better word, but all I'm thinking is, is that. And I'm just going to come back to in selection process. Do you know they did it with Rooney, didn't they? In the, in the tournament, he's like, ah, oh, I, I brought him. I shouldn't have brought him. If the risk you're taking, the risk you're taking is with your selection. This is the thing. It's not the t- tactics that you're playing, but the selection. Yeah. So you have guys like Henderson that finished the season on such a low note for for him personally. You have Wilshire who, I'm, you, I, 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 I can't be comprehend shot, why. Unless there's a, there's a loyalty beyond what you really you, for other you go players. that far that you, yeah, you, there's no logic at all. No, there's no logic, zero logic at, at all. Really? I mean, form is just form is such a a, a powerful like overbearing thing. Leicester won the league on form. And, it's and, form and Danny that wins yeah. you get, yeah, form that wins you football matches. Yeah. Danny Drinkwater might never have another opportunity. Well, you know, the, he will never have the the form that he's had this season unless you know they can keep that squad together but that's that's another point I suppose it's, it might be more about actually that he's got mm. he did overload the midfield and he might be better off actually trying to keep the centre half back but I, I just think that looking at Wilshire last night you say he looked like a lost man at times but I think that's more to do with what was ahead of him rather than him the amount of times he'd get the ball and he'd look and England was so static and I think for a player of his ability, he can pick out a pass, and I really like it. I really rate him. And I oh, think I that, love him, definitely. Yeah. Like, but the, my, but, but the, the thing, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But for me, that's the point about him is that he looks up, and if there's not a pass, there's a dribble. And, and, but and the what, issue being, it wasn't fish nor foul for me. He didn't, he yeah. didn't seem to know either, either thing to do. The issue being is that for him to be effective, he needs players in front of him that are making the sort of moves that allow him to execute those passes because if he's not what's he going to do with the ball hence the dribble but that's the I think that's the thing about Wilshire I think the fact that he, when he looks up he looks for the ball that he has to play like Iniesta they don't do that they just bounce the ball five or six times and it will then they'll, then they'll find the ball True, yeah. because they, and, and I'm not saying that Wilshire can't do that I'm just saying that there's a maturity about 
certain you, 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 certain players that dictate the pace of games that he does because he has the ability and that's quite clear but he doesn't have this ability to I've seen you know you see games break down off bad passes from him and you wouldn't necessarily yeah. see that from some of the guys that sit there and pick passes you see that's I wouldn't accept that but it just be, just because oh this isn't what I normally do, so I'll probably just not bother doing mm. anything. Is I don't think it's an excuse. I mean, a, a, a dr- running blind alleys and stuff like that. He's got. He has to find a way to adapt, doesn't he? Surely. Yeah, no, I, I, I take that point on board. I, I just think that Iniesta will do that, and, he, and he'll play a certain way because he's got other players that are reacting to him at the same time. So he's able to, you know, make these simple passes and actually, you know, five or six actually to get where they want to yeah. go. But the, the issue is, is that England don't have the players that are dynamic enough and intelligent enough to be moving into space like that. And I think that when he is fit and he's at Arsenal and he's playing with players like Ozil, you see he does it more. Whereas he comes into the England yeah. team. Here, here lies a massive rubber. Ozil's playing for another team in this one. Exactly. You know, so <laughs> exactly I, think that, yeah. I think it's right to criticise <laughs> So him. is Ramsey. And yeah, exactly. But yeah. I think it's right to criticise him but at the same time I think that just need to look at what he was playing with last night. I'm not completely you know saying that he had a, a great game or anything like that I just, no he didn't I just no. Think the, the, the issue was is that when he looked to do something there wasn't really the option on and then you know and even when Rooney came on you know he's been getting all this praise for the way he's been you know he's transformed himself into this Paul Scholes type player he didn't really have any impact last night no you know, he and, came on and he, he wasn't picking and when the he passes, the ball he, and he gave it away and he was, and he was overhitting passes and then he got frustrated and what did he do he started running down you know yeah. cul-de-sacs and, he, he did. and he that did. was the problem England weren't, England weren't moving enough do you think, Mark, at this stage that where are we? Because of course we've, we, we, there's the euphoria of Wales game. There's apparently, and, I, and, and, and to a great extent, I'm with Gary. I didn't think it was that appalling last night. I quite liked it for the fact that I thought for the first half actually we were quite an open, dynamic-looking football team. Where do you think England are in this tournament? Is, is there a, is there a sniff? I think with the way that other teams are playing, I. This is the most open international yeah. tournament I've seen for oh, a long time. God, that makes that's, it worse. Uh, but that's no, I, I, I sincerely believe that. I think that you know the way that France have ambled through some games where they could have destroyed teams. Again, teams are lining up with them to defend, so that's a, that's something they have to overcome. But this is a this is a winnable tournament for any team that's in the Actually, top ten. I think 10. that's probably a very good point. Is it? It, it does. I, I know. Of course, it's going to be bloody Germany, France in the final. But I know that, if, but it does feel like that everyone's getting a bit of a shout at this, aren't they? But I think it's because of the, it's back to that point we were making earlier with it, the lack of fear, the lack of the unknown seems yeah. to be working to everyone's favour. As, as well, I just you know like to, to go on to that point, it's, it's crying out for a team to find a bit of form, which then goes back to the the disappointment in Hodgson dropping six players to rotate a squad that is getting momentum. You know, he he happened upon a system that he thought would work. And then realised that maybe he needed tweaking against Wales and changed it and bought Sturridge and Vardy in. And then suddenly it all clicks into place. And then against Slovakia, it's almost like he took a backward step because then he keeps Sturridge and Vardy, but then what's behind them isn't what they had. And so that, that's where it's frustrating for England because if they get, you get the idea, you know, it is, it is tournament football. They, they need to win seven games or at yeah. least go undefeated for seven games to win it. And it's just crying out for a team to find a bit of form. And that's why you say about Germany, France, I think. Just looking, I think Italy are like these dark horses that 
they're, they're playing with this hint of I we're going to do what we did in 2006 I've enjoyed watching Italy play it, 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 I've n- it, there's a phrase I never I thought would ever fall from my lips yeah. and I think that's because they look so surprised that they're winning as well <laughs> they're, deli- they're just delighted to win it's yeah. like what, what's the guy t- the, the guy that scored the goal in the, in the World Cup final well, 82 Tardelli. Oh, yeah, Tardelli yeah Tardelli yeah I the, dare celebrate that, that didn't that's the last time they celebrated like that they're just like we're delighted and, and, to and be the funny thing is, is that that 82 team is completely written off as well like they have yeah, been yeah. now yes so. exactly yeah, yeah. it's true yeah. But- I knew that guy I knew that guy I was just going to come on to that point <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the one thing I'd say about as well and I, I'm not trying to bring club football in for the sake of it but just as a Chelsea fan it's just our luck that we get Conte and he's going to be in France until July the 13th and it's like your season's you know, all over no, no, already we're, son we're going, no preparation yeah, no signings exactly you know, and, and he's going to be there I think it's, it's, no sorry it's the 10th isn't it the final and our first game is on the 16th in Austria in I, the pre-season I do, I do enjoy I don't the know fact, what he's going to do I do enjoy the fact that he, that he doesn't actually just treat the fact that this terrible Italian side is in nosebleed territory he actually does it literally and goes <laughs> nosebleed territory, which yeah. is commendable on his particular pilot. That was so much better than Joaquin Lowe's nut scratching <laughs> antics, which is the fact that he just decided that he was going to bleed for his country there. Um, so now, we're going to be back with the whistleblowers on Thursday, and, uh, and unfortunately, as we speak, um, although I, I say unfortunately, you'd have seen it. And we're going to get the second half with a bit of luck when we get down the boozer. Uh, is that Northern Ireland, who was struggling last time we looked um, against uh, Germany, will be playing. So the next game, the next round of games will be massively important because we're going to be back on, to record the show on Thursday. We'd have seen um, Hungary and Portugal and Iceland and Austria play. Ronaldo, and it's still... And, and, uh, but, uh, j- j- this exciting for us... But given the fact that you'll be hearing this in about 18 hours from when I'm talking to you, the thrill's gone, as BB King would have once <laughs> pointed out. Um, Ronaldo, though, regardless of what... To be honest with you, it feels like, as I sit here, that Portugal are out already, just by the sort of body language and the, and the ugliness that surrounds it all. And perhaps they will be, or they may still be a factor, but he comes in... Uh, as as the superstar of the show, Mark, and, and 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 conducts himself like that as well. Is it inappropriate the way he's behaved? And, and I don't mean that in a kind of prim, prim you know, sort of like dear BBC. I, this man with his with his dark skin and tattoos has appalled me. Six packs. I, I just mean that he's the, the fella could have just basically joined in with the tournament, could he? At some point. But don't don't you find that that's part of this that that makes it more fun the fact that he's, he is petulant I want him to be petulant I want him to be petulant I want him to be have his nose put out by Iceland that's exactly what I want his <laughs> deference small country yeah. behaving like a small country oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. perfect and, and don't, uh, it's one of those ones where um, so uh, moving into my marketing sort of speak here so from the Nike advert that he did where yes. he swaps place with a young kid that doesn't know how to play football and now everyone goes you can swap back now mate it's yeah, right. yeah, it's like, yeah, Ronnie, yeah. Ronnie they've not done the advert like, yet like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like come on just just move back into your body and start scoring some goals he missed the penalty he takes a selfie which is now being is subject to UEFA pitch invasion <laughs> Because he, he, he's actually in the pitch invasion selfie because one bloke constitutes a pitch invasion. He's, he's, he, how, why is he getting so wrong 
so often at tournaments because of course I know he's one man in a, in, in a team but of course we're, we're, this conversation can have all the way through many other teams yeah but you you can't help not look to him as the barometer of what you're seeing with Portugal, can you? Yeah, see, I, I just think that Portugal are a better but worse version of Wales in that they've got some good players that play in this team unit, but everything has to go through Ronaldo. But whereas Bale... Ah, um, uh, very good, because cause Bale is not Ronaldo. But, exactly, but, yeah. no, and, and, but where Bale, you know takes on that responsibility and celebrates it and sees it as a matter of pride that embraced the country, it didn't he exactly yeah. there you go that's what I was looking for as I was you know reading off words <laughs> um, but yeah so Bale embraced it whereas I think Ronaldo's almost offended to be playing with these players I think he looks in he thinks well I'm Ronaldo I'm, I'm too good to be if playing with these guys he could try a bit harder not to look quite so annoyed yeah. <laughs> but lovely, that's the point it? is that he looks in I think that you know he sees that he's playing with Modric and all these other players that you know um, Real where to a point the game is going through him but he's getting the deliveries and the service that he requires whereas with Portugal they're not exactly on message and on point in the way that he'd like and it frustrates him I think that's what it is and that it gets the better of him because then he's thinking that he's under this pressure I'm Ronaldo I should be doing you know this is yeah. Iceland I should be you know destroying Iceland you know because I'm Ronaldo but really behind the oyster because it, it just goes to show it, the cliche is it's a team game and that yeah. because they're not playing as a team in that sense that Ronaldo isn't getting the breaks that he thinks he should be getting and he takes it to heart too much whereas with yeah with Bale for instance you know obviously the comparison they are teammates that he embraces that and, and he's willing to do for Wales what Ronaldo isn't for Portugal in that he had, didn't have a sniff against England Bale yeah. why? because he played in a system that Chris Coleman asked him to play in and he did it gladly Yes. Whereas Ronaldo won't do it. He's not no. going to graft. It's a very good point. And again, as a, as, a, as a player, have you got a bloke like that in your team? Oh, uh, do you know what? I was just like, if you're th- all I'm thinking of is them going back for pre-season at Real and Ronaldo <laughs> going, you spawny get, getting them two free kicks to go through the keeper. And Bale being the kind of guy to go, oh my, do you see how lucky them two free kicks were? Would you think Ronaldo would ever say how lucky those two no. free kicks were? No, no they no. wouldn't. He, but also he he's, played he's, it in off a job hand, Ronaldo. He's hit it right, it's got up and down, but you can imagine Bale having a bit of crack with it. You cannot imagine Ronaldo, no. Ronaldo having can, any crack with it. You can also that. imagine why though, and I think Gary's point is, 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 is really, he's perfect because you've got two football, uh, who arguably are on the same level as we speak arriving at this tournament you know equally as good some will say that Bale's as good as it gets in football at the moment but you would he's got 10 blokes and a, and a squad around him that are happy to be in his company whereas you don't just you get the feeling that the Portuguese are not quite so enamoured of no. their superstar no. And it's been driven. Can it can that affect the oh, way that you on? Can it affect the pitch? Incredible. I mean, it's been driven. It's been driven home time after time. <laughs> it's not as if it's an anomaly. It's been driven. It's like this is how it is. Yeah. You know, when you have that the guy that almost restricts your, you know, what your development as a team, and I think that will that become apparent after this World Cup. And it's it's incredibly it's ridiculous to say that that Ronaldo could ever stop your team developing. But Portugal, when are they where's Decos? Where's where's like three or four like you know, yeah. where's these guys? Where are the guys that used to dictate the pace if you're of the game? None of them. Like that. Mark, do you sometimes not pass them? Do you, you know, I'll if give them the ball as games. quick as I can because they're the ones that just <laughs> yeah. get a ball in the back of the net. Yeah, give okay, me my, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, but no, but you, you, there's a resentment that can develop. There's a resentment that can develop if there's a player that doesn't um, produce those goods. The problem is they put so much pressure on themselves to deliver yeah. those goods. I mean, 
You know, that's, I, you, don't you get that feeling when you watch Real Madrid that there's a resentment from Ronaldo at someone stealing his spotlight, but also winning him the accolades? So he must like Gareth Bale yeah, on that level. I, I mean, it, because of course, Gareth Bale, without, without any airs or graces, just does stuff. And then exactly. one loves him yeah. for it. And, and I think that you see... It must the, be really bloody annoying. The, the, the social media age gives a lot away about dressing rooms as well, I think. And you see that, you know, Bale's rubbing shoulders with these... Um, you know, these Welsh players who are champion, you know, Chris Gunter and, and the like, yeah. that really, you know, they shouldn't be on the same pitch as Bale. But in the dressing room, he's he's part of it all. And you know, you see these images of him. It's not with his good mate Ramsey; he's with everyone. You know, and he's, he's he's enjoying it and he's getting involved because he really buys into that team ethic. That may that may explain that really awkward selfie that Ronaldo, having like just bitched everybody off on the pitch, all his team, not saying like the restaurant or like that. Grabs this fan who's run on and, and goes to herself saying like this, this would go this would PR wise this would go down extraordinarily yeah, yeah. well apart from obviously the massive fine and because points, he, he's yeah. always you know. thinking about brand CR7 yeah it's, and, it's and, and and that's the yeah. problem uh, we want Italy Republican is coming up Sweden Belgium uh, these are games that we're going to be discussing on the Thursday. Um, on a broad stroke, just quickly, because we don't have predictions here, but do you like the way a, a, Bel- a Belgian let you down, has a Republic against Italy? What, what do you think about those two games? Just quickly on this, because a couple of other things to talk about. Well, just from my point of view, Belgium feel like, if I was a Belgian fan, I'd be like a, a short-changed England fan. It's like even worse. Yeah. It's like, it's actually, yeah, exactly, we yeah. should be so much better, but there's nothing coming out of us. Well, there's, they're, they're doing, there's no victories in there. But Belgium are doing what England did 10 years ago. Um, but instead of having Sven, they've got Mark Vilmot, who doesn't know how to put this great team of great players together. He seems extraordinarily confused. And the same as Sven. You know, when Sven had yeah. Steven Gerrard and Lampard, so he always maintained that the worst thing that happened to English football was that Gerrard didn't sign for Chelsea because had Gerrard signed for Chelsea, Mourinho would have gone, look, Sven, this is how you play him together. Really and then he would have gone, oh, right, okay. And, but, but, but Vilmot hasn't but got Vilmot's, that. And, Vilmot's, is Chris, Vilmot's is Chris Coleman. He says he's like, you know, a, He's a journeyman, but you know he's just a bloke from within the football. And it just there's, there's, it's no, it's never simple. It's, there's no, you, you can't just go. Oh, it no. is. Chris Coleman's done this. So you just get given- go. You just pick some bloke. The, di- the difference, yeah. the difference with Coleman is that he's not dealing with. He's dealing with one superstar and Aaron ah, Ramsey. That's a good, yeah. Whereas he's, he's got a jigsaw. Wilmots has got square pegs and round holes. Yeah. <laughs> I think what it is, they've both got a jigsaw, but Coleman's got a jigsaw of 11 pieces, whereas um, Wilmots is working Let's with one of those jig- those massive jigsaws of like a thousand pieces. Yeah, it's and- yeah. <laughs> and it's all one but, but, colour. But the blue sky thinking, the blue sky thinking on this jigsaw, Martin. <laughs> Let's I'm, keep I'm, on I'm, that. I love this jigsaw. So, <laughs> so, so one, now, had, if this t- a, a Republic got some blue sky thinking to be done I'm sticking with this oh. thanks very much for this Gary you're very kind <laughs> with your 11 piece jigsaw yeah. what are you yeah. like four I don't know <laughs> mate. I, I, I like the ones that had the big pegs in that you start yeah. to drop oh, into the oh bless know. well actually there's also good ones where if you flip them over you've got cow on one side and sheep on the other but that's another matter inside <laughs> yeah. Republic it's, Italy Republic is, is, is great look the prospect of a great game of football Simply now because we've seen the Italians looking okay. Yeah, there's no Ray. I don't know if there's a Ray Houghton in there oh, to backspin it. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was hoping so, but there's certainly not an Andy Houghton. How, how's your, where's your, does your Celtic blood take you back to? Where, where, where does that take you back to? Uh, what do you, uh, so I'm, I had a quarter 
half Irish, God knows, it's mongrel, Scottish Irish, well, but also the best thing. So well, when welcome I, to our corner of craft. <laughs> when I started, my, when I started, I got loaned out by Paul started to uh, uh, Shelburne in Dublin, and Wes Houlihan was fifteen at the time, really? coming through, and this kid was just like, I was like, he's not. I love him on the ball. He's not. He's not. Qu- I was like, he's not quick. He's not big. He's not strong. He's not fast. But. He just goes past people like water flowing down the side ah. of a hill. And you just goes and you would think, right, if he can work it out. And then three years later, Livingston, Carlisle, does this little track that I've never, yeah. a Blackpool. And then all of it, Norwich, you just, I'm just, I think I'm, got, I'm I think so one, happy. I like, I think he's got one more football yeah, he's, he's but no, Norwich. A good, a good, do you know a what? Good he's, club where he just stands in the middle of the picture. Just knocks the ball about. Oh, he's so clever so on the ball. Neat. Yeah, so enjoyable to watch. But um, it's you know it's tough task for them. But well, that's that, that that's is it, it. that's their want. That that's the Irish to, way. That is that is yet to come, of course, gentlemen. Um, let's do this then, just to, just to finish off. We, we, all the places are in the position, but who are you liking? Who are you liking? Who, who who's? I'll give you the top four. Who, who's semis? England. Well played, sir. Italy. Oh, see what he's done there. Look at him, look at him. But you know what, I'm talking like this, and I don't know actually who can meet who in the quarters, but... No, I'll, no, I know I'll that. Looking at it, I'd say England. No, no, there's, England. There's no, there's, we're not actually using fact here. Okay, just, England. all emotion. England, Italy, Spain, and Germany. Well, we missed out France, and I think France, with the groundswell of a home... Crowd should. I don't include France because England going to beat him in the quarters. So, well played, <laughs> you, know, you know how I'm going to have to go in that one, guys. I'm afraid <laughs> that's a leave from so me. So, it's just been placed yeah. that one, yeah. There. So yeah. Spain, Germany, Martin, just, just, just before we go, um, you've been you've been around flogging football boots, yeah. At various football grounds. So, so where? So, what we expect to see from so, you? So, yeah. So, New Balance. We're looking after Liverpool and Celtic, which is a you know a treat that those guys are doing. You know, some interesting things in football certainly, and and Klopp coming in and Brendan coming in. It's almost like a switch for those two. So, we're yeah, happy with that. that'd be fun. Yeah, New Balance. Uh, yeah, we brought out some new boots with um, uh, so Ramsey, Fellaini, uh, Ledley. These guys. So, yeah, it's been it's been really good fun. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll look forward to the next season and. From your point of view, we will next. Obviously, you put it's football hiatus now, and and you are now all about the Ebola virus. No, it's not that one. What is? It? What's the one? What, 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 I'm not allowed to mention it. I'm under strict rules. I'm not allowed to. There is no. There is I, no, I, no. There is no. There is no taxi fly. You're not allowed to mention mosquitoes <laughs> and the Zika virus. Oh, whoops. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. So um, I'm on a little break from football. You going out there? Uh, no, no. But I'm, I'm only working on the the magazine ahead of it. But I'm just enjoying watching football as a fan at the moment. And then um, in July, I'm off on tour with Chelsea. Um, and then to Austria. Awesome. And then um, wow. And then I'm back to. Uh, I've got to plug it again. I'm back to start pushing my John Terry book that comes out on August the fifteenth. John Terry book. <laughs> And will John Terry be out of publicising book in the Chelsea? Uh, no, shirt? John Terry is not part of it. Um, which I've been told. Is he part of Chelsea? Oh, yeah, he's part of Chelsea, yeah, sure. But obviously he's not part of my book, which I've been reminded of plenty well, of times. I, 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 I think he's a massive part By senior people. Yeah, by, by senior people. <laughs> John Terry has nothing to do with this book. Um, <laughs> I, li- I like the sound of it. Yeah, yeah exactly, already, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so I'm back in there and then obviously into the club season when that starts. So I'm just trying to enjoy myself and, uh, yeah, enjoy watching football as a fan. Ah, good luck. Well, I'm looking forward to, I'm, I'm looking forward what to seeing... What are you doing, Mark? Mark, what are you doing? New Balance's boots next... Me? Get your pair of New Balance boots, the pink ones. 
Yeah, I, and that's what he needs to wear them if he's rolled up with, jeans. With, uh, with all due respect, and 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 and, and I'm, I'm, I'm delighted that New Balance, which is a, a fantastic uh, sportswear company, uh, moving into the wacky world of football. But I, I got all tired and emotional about the fact that Neymar's wearing a pair of Michael Jordan number twenty three in Chicago ball color Nike boots at the Cobra America. That is that's. Is that because they were playing in Chicago as well? Did they play in Chicago? Is that right? They, they, I, 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 it, it barely matters to me because I, I, I was gone. Irrelevant. I was gone anyway. <laughs> and, and, and indeed, we are gone as well. Thank you very much, boys. That was a surprise. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.